Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then, you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com backslash Grace P. That's BetterHelp.com slash Grace P. chickens hey guys what's up welcome back to another episode of the 20 something podcast i missed you guys it hasn't been that long but i feel like i haven't recorded in a long time um took last week off it was just like a crazy hectic week and i've been trying to navigate a new routine and i just I haven't had my normal time to record, so we've got some updates for you guys today, but I'm so happy you're here. Uh, Don't forget to give me a little rating if you enjoy this podcast. Um, Follow along on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and yeah, let's jump in. So I have not given you guys updates in a while because my last episode was with a guest, Um, So we didn't talk about me, but I guess the episode before that was basically me telling you guys like I lost my job and like a lot of stuff was going on. So it is now May 10th and I have a new job and I have been with this new job for, uh, geez, um, I feel like it's almost been a month now. I, it's been like three weeks since I started my like training. Um, so I've been like in person for this job for like two weeks, I would say. Um, so yeah, I work for Anytime Fitness now. I am kind of doing the same thing that I was doing before, but now I'm in person and I really like it so far. I'm at two different locations right now, kind of going back and forth. And it's been, it's been really good so far. I, I like working in person. I like having that human connection. I'm still getting used to like being somewhere from a certain time to a certain time every single day, kind of like that, that loss of um, independence a little bit, not independence, but like uh, freedom during the day almost. But uh, I haven't felt like what's the word? I can't think of it. I haven't felt like stuck or anything like, oh, I really want to leave. Like the days are busy. 
and I've, I've really been enjoying it so far. So yeah, I, um, have been in office, you could say, and it's just been like something to navigate. Definitely. I, a lot of things have like changed now. So like, I'm not walking my dogs anymore during the day, um, because I'm at work. So I'm no longer doing my dog walks. Um, I'm not waitressing anymore. And yeah, so this is like my, my main stream of income. So that's also something I've been trying to navigate is figuring out, you know, what else I can be doing, um, on the outside to generate income because I, I do really value having multiple streams of income. So it's been a lot of, a lot of changes and a lot of trying to navigate things, but it's been really great so far. So it is seven o'clock. It's Wednesday morning. On Wednesdays, I don't have to drive to work. I actually work within walking distance on Wednesdays, so that's really nice. So I kind of get a more chill morning. Um, I should be lifting right now, but I just keep putting it off because it's leg day and I haven't lifted legs in God knows how long. Um, so I'm talking to you guys instead. But yeah, I mean, I think the the hardest part so far for me is like, my activity levels have definitely decreased since starting this job just because like I am sitting at a computer for a lot of the day doing like emails and texts and phone calls and meetings. So trying to like get my steps in has been a little bit of a struggle, but it is also May, which means the weather is nicer and the sun stays out for longer. So when I get off work, I am able to like go out and walk if I need to. But I typically work from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And on Fridays, we work from 7 to noon. So it's actually pretty good hours. Um, and I still get my mornings, which you guys know I, I value a lot. So, yeah, it's been really good. But uh, I'm going home this weekend. Sophie's coming home for the summer from school. I'm super excited to see her. Uh, we're going to celebrate her birthday. Her birthday was last weekend, but she was um, up in South Dakota um, at school so we didn't get to see her and then it's also Mother's Day this weekend so big family weekend but I'm very excited to see them um, so let's jump into the episode so we are going to recap my half marathon today and I'm so excited so I ran my very first half marathon on Saturday and it was amazing you guys like I I'm just so like I'm so proud of myself for accomplishing that. Like that's something I never in a million years would have seen myself accomplishing, but I did. And it was crazy. So little like timeline here. So last year at this time, I could not run more than a mile without like dying and I'm not exaggerating, like, I literally, like, running a mile was very, very difficult for me. Um, I specifically remember, so every Memorial Day, um, I do the Murph workout, and in that one, you run a mile at the start, and then you run a mile at the end, and I just remember being absolutely defeated after that mile. Um, so it was kind of like around this point last year where I decided like, I would like to be a little bit better at running. Um, so I started training for 10 K, which is six miles. And 
I like progressively like I really wasn't sticking to the plan honestly but I was like incorporating more running trying to like start getting into that um and it took me until October to actually run six miles so I think I got like serious about running closer to like July August area so August September so like three months it took me to like actually work my way up to six miles um and then after that I was like hmm now what can we do so I decided to start training for a half marathon well that was probably really bad timing because as most of you know in, in October it starts to get cold in Wisconsin and then it's cold for a very long time and snowy. So I I got like a solid amount of training in in the fall um, before it started getting cold. But then once like winter hit and like there was snow on the ground, I stopped running outside. And I just like the mentality of running on a treadmill for a long period of time. I can't do it. I think the longest I ran on the treadmill is five miles and it was absolute death. So I kind of took a break from running this winter and I focused more so on um, like dynamic workouts, mobility, and then endurance stuff. So I rode the bike a lot and just tried to keep my endurance levels up. So once it got a little nicer out, which like that's subjective because it doesn't it like it's finally nice out and it's May and it was like shitty last week. So um, probably towards like beginning of March, I could start running outside again and like not slip and fall. So from March until May, I like was all in on my half marathon training. I basically just started from where I left off in the fall, which I don't know how great of an idea that was, but I did it. Um, and yeah, so I worked my way up to 10 miles in my training plan. That's the furthest I had run until the half marathon. And so last week, so I actually filmed last week for YouTube, which is crazy. I haven't filmed for YouTube in so long, um, but it was really fun. So I am working on editing that right now. So if you guys want to see like my week in action um, and then also my half marathon in action, um, go to my YouTube channel and that video will be up. But so last week I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I just like wasn't super prepared for the race on Saturday. Um and it was Wednesday morning when I was kind of like, I feel like I need to be doing something different this week to prepare myself. Um, and I was right. So I just like kind of was like researching, reading things on like feeling your body the week of what you should be eating, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, I was following my training plan. I was in my taper week. So low mileage. But on Wednesday I was reading and it was like, Three days before the race, you need to start like eating more carbs, like carb loading, building up your energy stores. And I was like, shoot, like, I just don't know why my brain like didn't put two and two together where it was like, yeah, Grace, like you should probably be eating a substantial amount of food this week. And I was more so just like 
eating my meal prep and following my macros, which are in a deficit right now, which is stupid. Like I should not be eating in a deficit the week before my half marathon. Um, so on Wednesday, I kicked it into gear and I started upping my carbs. Um, I had to go to the grocery store because when I went grocery shopping on Sunday, I just like did not prepare at all. I don't know what was going through my head. I was all over the place last week, but yeah, so Wednesday morning, I like went out, got a bagel sandwich, um, and then I went to the grocery store after work and just got like carb sources for breakfast and for dinner. Um, I did like the Vans waffles for breakfast. I got Annie's mac and cheese for dinner just because I know that's something that sits well in my stomach. Um, so I ate Annie's um, mac and cheese the night before the race, actually. Um, and I'm really glad I read up on it because I ate dinner fairly early on Friday night, um, to help my body digest. And then I drank a ton of water and a ton of electrolytes. So I was using the noon tablets for electrolytes. Um, not my favorite taste, but like it got the job done. So I started doing that from Wednesday until Friday evening, just, um, pounding the electrolytes, pounding the carbs, um, and it worked. So Friday night I stayed at home at my parents' house because they were going to drive me to the start line. So I got up at four o'clock in the morning and the race started at seven. So I got up at four. So I had time to just like wake up, drink my coffee, eat my breakfast, have that digest um, and I knew I was going to be a little nervous, so I just wanted to give my body time to just relax. So I got up at four, made my coffee, did my normal morning routine, uh, started drinking a ton of water with the noon tablets in it um, because I wanted to stop drinking water like two-ish hours before the race so that I didn't have to like go during the race. So... For breakfast, I had just peanut butter toast. Um, it's a staple for me. It sits really well in my stomach. I knew I would be good. Also, when I'm nervous, I have a very hard time eating because um, it's like an anxious feeling. So when I'm anxious, I can't eat. Uh, so I just needed something that I knew would be easy to get down, and that was peanut butter toast. So I drank my coffee. I ate my peanut butter toast. Got my digestive system moving. <laughs> drank water, just relaxed, um, and then I got ready for the race, so we had to leave, um, we left, like, an hour and 15 minutes before the race, because the start line was about 40 minutes from our house, and then I wanted to be there with enough time to, like, stretch out, do mobility, go to the bathroom if I needed to, all that good stuff, so, Sorry if I sound stuffed up right now. I don't really know why I haven't been stuffed up at all. But so, yeah, my parents took me to the start line. I um, made them stop on the way so I go to the bathroom. And then I went again right before the race. And I'm so glad I'm, I'm so glad I went right before the race. I wasn't going to, but then I was like just standing there. I was like, yeah, I should probably go. Um, and I'm glad I did because I didn't have to go at all on the course. So I got to the start line and they had pacers for like the different 
like um, times and paces. So I started towards the back for a couple of reasons. One, I am a slow runner. So obviously like that's probably where I was going to be. And two, I'm very competitive. Um, even like without even noticing, if I would have started next to people who run faster than I do, there's no way I would have stayed at my own pace. Like I needed to distance myself from people that were going to have a faster pace than me so that I didn't kill myself right off the bat. Because if I would have started in the middle or up front, I would have been sprinting to start because I'm competitive and I like, I want to keep up with the group, you know? So I started towards the back so that I just focused on my, my pace and myself because I wanted to start off as slow as I could to make sure that I had a good pace throughout the race. So I was aiming for a 12:30 pace that would have put me at finishing at two hours and 45 minutes. That's just the pace that I'm most comfortable running distance at. Um, every run that I had over six miles was roughly around that area. Um, I can run an 11:30 pace from six and under, but like I said, I, the furthest I ran before the race was 10 miles and I, I was just determined to finish. I wasn't going for a time. I was going to finish without stopping. So started towards the back and started off very slow. Um, I had a camelback backpack on with water in it. And then I brought uh, honey stinger chews and one goo and had my beats on, made my playlist literally on the way to the start line. Like I said, guys, I just was not prepared this week. I was like, oh, shoot, I should probably make a playlist. Um, and the playlist saved me all my favorite running songs. But yeah, so honestly, the first three miles went by so quickly. I couldn't believe it. Like I kept a good pace um, during a race. Like typically you run faster than your than your normal pace anyway. So the first three miles my pace was like 12 minutes, um, but it went so fast. So it was kind of through town. And then around three miles, we got on a trail and we took a trail like the majority of the way. So most of the time I had no freaking idea where we were, but it was like really spaced out, which was nice. So the half marathon started um in one town at seven, the full marathon started further back at six. So the full marathon eventually like caught up with the half, but for the first like three-ish miles, it was like, it was just the half people. Um, and there was one point when we got on the trail where I was completely alone and I was like, oh boy, this is where I'm going to get lost. Like, honestly, the thing I was most, like, scared of was getting lost. Um, I don't know why. Like, they had, they they did really well with, like, signage and, like, making sure you stayed on path. But, like, I just know myself and I know I would, like, stop paying attention and just, like, go off trail somehow. Uh, but I stayed on path. So, yeah, the first three miles were, like, pretty good. Um, once I got to three, I slowed down a little bit. Because then, like, you know, the adrenaline was kind of gone, and it was like, okay, like, I'm setting in, I'm comfortable. So I slowed down for a little bit. I think, like, mile four and five were my slowest miles. 
Um, and I think I got up to like 1250 for those paces, which totally fine. Like I was more so focusing on my heart rate versus my pace. Um, and I kept my heart rate at a really steady level, which was good. But <laughs> when I got past mile three is when I saw the first mile marker for the marathon. So now this is where the marathon um, ended up on the same course as the half marathon. So I get past mile three and I see the marathon mile marker for mile 16. And I was like, oh my God, these people are crazy. Like I'm only on mile three and these people are on mile 16, but I hadn't seen any of them yet. So I'm literally, I'm just running, like I'm minding my business. I'm listening to my playlist. I'm jamming out. I kid you not. I literally all of a sudden, like I'm not exaggerating, guys. I feel this wind come past me. Like, I literally felt the 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 wind and the breeze from their bodies come past me. And it's these two guys just literally sprinting past me, marathon runners. I was like, respect. I, like, I saw them and, like, they're, they're literally sprinting. Like, it looked like they were sprinting. Probably wasn't a sprint to them. But to me, I was like, holy crap, they are going full force, and they're on mile 16. God bless them. Um, So those were the two first marathon runners I saw, two guys, very tall, could see every muscle on their body, you know. Um, And then, like, gradually saw more. Most of the marathon runners I saw were, like, the top-tier runners, like, going very fast, like, finished in the top. Um, so I wasn't really too worried about them passing me because I'm just like, I'm just a girl who has never ran before and I'm trying to finish. But yeah, that was crazy. I, when they passed me, I was like, okay, there we go. Um, and then I saw a couple like girls too pass me, um, that were running the marathon and they were just, I was like, I, I, I don't know how you do it, but good for you. So Yeah, so um, when I got to mile seven, so I saw my parents around mile seven for the first time. They like showed up at a couple different intersections, which was awesome to see. Um, And I'm really grateful for their support. Um, When I got to mile seven, I got kind of excited um, because I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm, I'm over halfway there, like cool, like I'm doing this. And I started running faster. Well, then I got to like mile eight and a half and I was like, okay, sis, why are we, why are we running like we're on the half mile, like the last half mile? We have five more miles to run. Like you got to take it a step back. But the thing with me is like when I pick up my pace, it's hard for me to slow back down. Um, so I ran the last six miles at, I ran the last six miles under a 12 minute pace. Um, and honestly, like I couldn't really tell, like my heart rate stayed good. I was in good spirits, but like mile, like mile seven and eight, I just was like excited for some reason. And that adrenaline came back. And then I realized like, okay, you actually still have a ways to go. So like, calm down (laughs) but um just a trail made it really easy because 
typically on my runs, it's like the same route. It's like an out and a back or it's like a circle. So for this, like there was a lot of scenery. Um, we were like in nature. I had no idea where I was. So I just was like enjoying the moment. Um, in terms of the weather, it was pretty good weather. It was like low 60s, cloudy. It was humid. Um, so I was sweating, but I sweat a lot anyway. So like that didn't really matter. And then around mile 10, it started sprinkling a little bit, but it, it stopped pretty quickly. So no worries there. But once we got into lacrosse, um, around mile 10, that's when I was like, okay, I know where I am. And this is like the final, this is the final lap, you know, where we've got a 5k left. Everyone's like, this is where the race begins. But, um, I was in for a treat at, at mile 10. So I saw my parents a little ways into mile 10. I gave them my, um, camel back because I finished all my water and I just like didn't want to run with it anymore. Um, I had my, I had a two, um, the Honey Stinger two packet. I had that, uh, about 40 minutes in and then about an hour and a half in. And I had another one that I was going to take around mile 10. Um, but after I took the second, like few chews at an hour and a half, um, when I got closer to mile 10, I was like, if I eat any more of these, they might be coming back up. So I didn't have any more chews. So I only ended up having one pack of chews, um, which was fine. Like I, I didn't really need any more. Um, and I felt pretty good, like energy wise. So that was fine, but I'm really glad I like listened to my body and I, and then I, um, didn't throw up on the course. So that's good. But, um, mile 10, 11 and 12 all had, some hills in there which I like whatever like they weren't like bad at all but I like wasn't expecting that um and like my legs felt pretty good the whole way but the last three miles my knee was screaming at me so I um for those of you that like don't know I tore my meniscus a couple years ago and I just like I don't know if it healed properly. I just have some knee issues. And especially when I started running long distance, it really flares up. So around mile 10 on that first hill, I was like, oh, we're in for a treat. But then I like I didn't know there was going to be any more hills. So I'm like, all right, just like get through this. Well, then there was a hill on mile 11 and mile 12. But um, 10 to 11, like good, like whatever. When I got to mile 12, mile 12 to like 12.5 were like a gradual incline. I kid you not, mile 12 to 12.5, that was the hardest part of the race for me. My legs hurt so bad and my knee, I was like, my knee is going to give out for sure. Like I literally felt like I was just like waddling <laughs> instead of running. Like I was just like shuffling, like trying to get through it. But when I got past 12 and a half, it was like you turn a corner and I could literally see the like buildings where the finish line was going to be. And like, that's just kind of when like the adrenaline came back and I took off like 
12.5 to 13.1. I was like, let's just get this over with. Let's do this. Um, And it was in that moment between mile 12 and mile 12 and a half where I said to myself, I said, I don't think I would ever want to do a full marathon because I'm almost a 13.1, which would only be halfway through a full marathon and I'm dying. So it was in that moment where I decided "Mm, I'm good. I don't need to do a full one. (laughs) So yeah, from from 12.5 to 13.1, I picked it up and crossed the finish line. My mom and dad were there. Mallory was there and it was awesome. Got my medal, um, couldn't stand, (laughs) had to sit down, had to drink some water, but it was just really cool to see all the people there. It was really cool to see everybody that was running, all different types of people running, which was really awesome to see. Um, And yeah, I would 100% do it again. It was such an amazing experience. And it was just, it was so rewarding. Like, that's something, like, I, honest to God, like, never in my life considered myself ever doing. Um, And I'm just so, I'm so, so happy that I did it. Like, it was, it was amazing. Um, The event was set up really well. They, we had to, they had to change the race plans a week before because the river flooded um, but still, like, the rate, the course was really nice, um, and everything just, like, was so, it just seemed so, like, smooth, um, and everybody was so supportive, and just, like, overall, a really, really awesome experience. I will say, like, I, so I ran with my beats on, and I can't really hear anything when I have them on and I'm listening to music, so at all of, like, the water stations, um, people were like holding up like Gatorade cups with water and with Gatorade in them. Um, and they were like telling you what they had, if they had water or Gatorade. Well, I wasn't listening. And like, um, when I, the first time I like went to grab a water after I ran out in my camelback, I like, I didn't hear what they said. So I just like grabbed, grabbed a cup and, like went to chug it like it was water (laughs) it was purple Gatorade and you know when you drink something and you expect it to be something and it's actually like a completely different thing I was like choking on it I just like I expected it to be water it was purple Gatorade which in my opinion is not the best flavor but that's beside the point I needed the electrolytes anyway but I was like okay next time we listen to what they're saying Grace um, and I did, I, I took my headphones off when I saw them again, um, to get water this time, but yeah, that was super nice to have those throughout the course, um, to stay hydrated and I mean, yeah, that's basically all there is to it. Um, I ended up with 40,000 steps on Saturday. Um, I had friends over and we like cooked out afterwards and um, we went out, which probably like wasn't the best idea, honestly, but um, I just, I, it was such a great day and um, on Sunday I had a very hard time walking. My body was very, very sore. 
my legs are pretty good now. My knee definitely stayed sore the longest, but overall, it was awesome. I I would 100% do it again. Um, mad respect to people that do full marathons. I just, I don't, I, <laughs> I feel like a lot of times people run a half and then they're like, yeah, yeah, I could do a full. I just don't. I just don't know if I need to. I just don't know if I need to do a full. I would do a half again. I would definitely work on, like, bettering my time, increasing my pace. But I'm pretty content with where I'm at with that. So, um, yeah, it was it was a really, really great experience. I've been very hungry ever since the race, which I guess is to be expected. But, um, yeah, that's about it. I I just I enjoyed every second of it. I tried to stay in the moment. Um, I smiled a lot. Just like the support, it was so overwhelming. How many people were there watching and volunteering and running? It was just, it was amazing. It was an amazing event, and I am so so happy I did it. So, um, big thank you to everybody that supported it, supported me in that. Um, crazy stuff. I ran 13 miles took me two hours and 40 minutes. Um, so five minutes under the time that I thought I was going to finish in. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, average pace was just a little under 1230. So very cool stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm taking this week off from running. I definitely want to keep running, um, a part of my regular routine and like, um, exercise regimen, if you will. Um, I don't know. I'm going to take some time off from like long distance and start getting back into lifting because I did take a significant amount of time off from lifting while I was doing my training program. It's mostly like running, endurance, cross training. So I'm trying to get back into lifting now. I did lose some muscle mass, um, which is to be expected. So yeah, we're getting back into that now, and I can't believe I did that. Like, I just, when I started half marathon training, I wasn't even signed up for a race. Like, honestly, you guys, I didn't get signed up for this race until March 30th. <laughs> so, um, like, a little over a month <laughs> before the actual race, um, just because I was so nervous, um, but I knew I could do it. Like, I wasn't I wasn't afraid that I wouldn't be able to do it. I knew I could. I just knew it was going to be tough. And, like, it was the unknown. Like, it was something I'd never done before. But it's just, like, your reminder that you can do hard things. You can do anything you set your mind to. You can do things you've never done before. You can do things you never even imagined yourself doing. I promise you. I mean, yeah, it's it's tough and it takes a lot of work and a lot of time. But it is so worth it in the end. Like, that race was one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my entire life, if not the most rewarding thing, because I didn't have to do it. Nobody told me I had to do it. It wasn't a requirement for anything. It was just something that I set out to do to prove to myself that I could do it, and I worked really hard, and I did it, and it was amazing, and I, like I said, I loved every second of it. Yeah, I hurt towards the end, but... I would do it all over again, 100%. So 
this is kind of a short episode for you guys today, but I wanted to recap that for you and just like talk about it because it was such an amazing experience. Um, and I hope that like maybe even inspires you guys, not, not necessarily to run a half marathon if you don't want to. Um, but just to like get out of your comfort zone, try new things, challenge yourself, change the narrative. Like my whole life, my narrative was I'm not a runner. I'm not a good runner. I hate running. Running sucks. Running is hard. And I just one day decided like I'm changing the narrative on this. I'm, I'm going to see if this is something I can do. And I did it and it was awesome. So you can do hard things. I promise you. You just got to set your mind to it, work for it and believe that you can do it. That's what I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back to regularly scheduled episodes, programming. I've got some guests coming on um, in the near future, so stay tuned for that. But again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. Share it with your friends, family, whoever. Give it, give it a rating. Um, give me a follow. That really helps to support me. And yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. I love you so much, and I will see you next week.